This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In the battle of Elton versus Ed, it's a perfect night for Ed as the bad habits at the back for Watford give the away and shivers. This is the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast discussing Ipswich Town winning away since 2015. I'm Richard Woodwards and welcome to a live match reaction after Ipswich Town 2, Watford 1 on the road and joining me to make sense of it. Said my heart is racing. I don't know if it's because I ran up the stairs to get on the stream, but this team, it just continues to keep going, doesn't it? It's amazing. Where do we possibly start? Which one do you want first? Top of the league? Tick. First team to 50 points ever in the, the fastest team ever in championship history? Tick. Sam Morsey available for the derby? Tick. Six points from two incredibly difficult away games? Tick. It just goes on and on. And yeah, this team, this manager, this is happening. Yeah. Uh, we are live, so we want to hear from you. And um, if you're listening to us after the fact as well i hope you can sense the kind of mood that we're in at the moment because um uh, let's be honest Seb, second half maybe wasn't the best from us was it but this team just finds a way to win they do yeah every time we think oh i mean before the game i, I think did i text you and say you'll take a one one tonight that would be yeah. a, a decent result i think we said on the pre-match last week for middlesbrough take a point that's two points that we would have taken from these two games obviously kieran mckenna knows way more about football than <laughs> you and me we've walked away with six yeah second half was we'll discuss the game second half was kind of becoming a bit open with with, with people noticeably tiring but we did what we do we found a way to win it's a incredibly difficult place to go i think our record yeah. there isn't amazing and and it's a hell of a win and please in the chat keep us updated with the uh the sunderland lead score because it was is it 87th minute 88th minute 87th minute still one nil sunderland i'll keep i've got half an eye on that as well but let's say hello to the chat and give us your um instant reactions are you buzzing like seven i mean why wouldn't you be um give mm-hmm. us your man of the match as well um a few maybe to pick from there um, but yeah, let's see who's who's got in there first. Thunderstruck. Evening all courage, character, commitment. Now we believe Chris Horn 
We've got a super Kieran McKenna. Lee, cool, that was tense. Yeah, I don't know about you, said, but my palms were getting sweaty when, uh, in the last, yeah, maybe in the 90th minute. And then I was expecting six minutes of injury time like they got against Southampton. But fortunately, only four. But yeah, uh, these it's, it's like we keep having these experiences, don't we, of these kind of tense last few minutes. How, how was your nerves? No, I was all right. I was okay. Once once we went 2-1 up, I kind of thought that we'll just see it out because it's what we do. I was more tense when the game was getting stretched. You know, the 10-15 minutes before Morsey's winner, um, they were starting to threaten a little bit, I thought. And and yeah, that's when my heart rate probably got slightly elevated. But once we scored, I had complete confidence that we would see it out because it's what we do. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, these these days of us kind of throwing away leads and and, and, and messing up royally, they just, they just don't exist anymore because... Well, I'm going to swear it's off the watershed, isn't it? We're yeah. a fucking amazing side. <laughs> Hello, YouTube. Um, let's move on. Mark, a winner. Morsey didn't get booked. Happy days. Paul, man alive. I'm allowing myself to believe. Good vibes. Um, Neil's here getting everybody. Uh, what a bloody great win. Bring on the filth now. <laughs> yeah, we've got to play Norwich, Seb. We'll talk about that maybe a little bit more. Um, but yeah, Lee reminding us, Sunderland now into in injury time there. Uh, we will keep you posted, but you'll probably get there before us in the chat, so keep us posted. Matt Phillips, this is happening, he says. Uh, McSawspan, we're actually going up. Um, Rob, massive win. That credit to Borsi for chasing down that ball. An excellent finish. Um, Chris, I uh, would have definitely have taken 10 to 11 points from the seven games up to Christmas. 12 already with two to go. Uh, Barnaby, wow, that was a big, big game. Those boys will turn up on a Saturday as giants. Yeah, the atmosphere said off the back of two wins, uh, particularly a hard-fought win tonight. Um, the atmosphere is going to be even more buzzing, isn't it, surely? I mean, it's going to be electric anyway, but off the back of, you know, real momentum now, isn't it, in our favour after that West Brom game? Very much so, yeah. I mean, it was going to be amazing anyway. You know, the welcome, the coach stuff, which we've discussed previously, the the atmosphere inside the ground will be incredible on Saturday. And now with this, you know, we've got the captain available. That was the worry, I guess, wasn't it? You know, if we'd a, even a, a, a draw tonight and a Morsi yellow card, we'd maybe be dampening our, our expectations a little bit going into the weekend. But yeah, everybody's available. The first choice team will be put out. We're coming into it with this incredible momentum. Nine points now since the, since the West Brom, was it nine points or is it? 12 points, I forgot. I've lost track of it. more than that, isn't it? Track of, yeah, 12 points, isn't it, from the, since the West Brom game? Mill, Three wins, Coventry. Four, yeah, four on the bounce. Tonight. Middles, yeah, four, point, uh, four wins on the bounce. So 12 points going into it. And yeah, phenomenal. Ring on Saturday. I cannot wait for Saturday. If, I'd, <laughs> if I could close my eyes when I go to sleep tonight, I just want to wake up on Saturday morning in Suffolk. Yeah, uh, Northern, uh, that was more of a smash and grab than the Borough game. I think we could agree with that. Uh, Chris Rad is here. You've already mentioned it first. Team in the country to 50 points. Uh, I mean, that is mental. Just think about that for a second. We've played 21 games of football this season and we're on 50 points. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. After promotion from the third tier as well. Yeah, this this is yeah, the base of the side that started tonight was pretty much, apart from Brandon Williams and Twan's, it was pretty much the side that, that was so regular in League One last year. I mean, this is this is next level insane now. A month ago, it was crazy. Now it's just gone beyond the stratosphere in terms of mentalness. It's bananas. Rob, let's carry the coach. Forget about greeting it. Let's pick <laughs> it up and carry it. Um, yep. Uh, Lee, if things stay like this, the pressure is relieved massively for Leeds away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of their fans, Seb, and less than, well, I'll come to it at full time at, at Sunderland first. Uh, still playing by the looks of it. Um, but we gifted them a goal. It was only fair they gift us one back. I mean, they gifted us two back, didn't they, Seb? 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. they were uh, they were both. Uh, yeah, the first one I guess is a is a uh, a bit like with the deflection and stuff. Second one was a, a definite gift, and yeah, very generous of them in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, um, Chris, I love Chris posted with no spaces first even a country to fifty <laughs> points, and then reposted with the spaces and the punctuation. So good on you for having the wherewithal, Chris, to correct your own grammar. Uh, Romeo, wow, what a team we have, Paul! Incredible. This team is incredible, Simon. Unbelievable stuff from town this week. Borat and Watford away in the space of four days. Really tough places to go. So we were, as yeah. you mentioned, talking about Watford's fearsome records, um, only two defeats, very kind of West Brom-esque type record. Um, I did a little bit of research before um, the game tonight, so I was prepared for, for for now. I mean, can't be prepared necessarily for everything. Um, but yeah, this on paper, much more difficult game than maybe all of us gave it credit for, perhaps. It was my most worried game of the three. I think we discussed it on the pre-match last week. You know, this was the one that I had given Middlesbrough injury injury concerns. Watford away was the one of the three, the Middlesbrough, Watford and Norwich games that I had the most kind of reservations about. And yeah, you know, they were in a great run of form. One defeat in 10, I think was it. And that was Leicester. Um, I think they've scored the second most open goals at home uh, after us in the league. So it's a, it's a tough place to go. They're a big physical side. They like to high press. It's the kind of things that on occasion we have struggled with a couple of times so far this season and and yeah let's not let's not be in any doubt Middlesbrough away and Watford away have got to be in the hardest what the top six seven away games Ooh. of the season for, for sure after the you know probably the three Premier League sides and uh, and and yeah absolutely for two phenomenal performances two different performances yep. six points incredible yeah um, Jonathan makes the point I mean we might need Chris our resident statistician to confirm but it's definitely it might be 101 points for the calendar year now um, and a few people saying 2023 what a year to have been a town fan eh? and uh, I mean imagine if it gets even better next year uh, it's your mate Sam isn't it I think evening to you Sam um, Rob we looked understandably knackered for the last 20 but the sheer grit determination and fight was the stuff of champions he says um Sal, uh, Solly, 933, thought McKenna Pert properly celebrated that more than his usual when the final whistle went. That is huge. Um, apparently, Sunderland have cleared off the line. A bit of drama there. Um, so, yeah, a lot, I mean, a lot of love. Um, I'm going to put up as many as we can. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, I mean, worth, Seb, let's talk about the game, shall we? I mean, I'm going to... Um, Oh, hello. Something happened three minutes ago. Oh, that was three minutes ago. I'm trying to scroll through, time. so apologies for the chat. Have we got a full time yet? Into the last minute, into the last minute. Um, here's Mark, our mate Mark. We are staying up, he says. Yeah, well, let's uh, we can maybe <laughs> yes. heighten our expansions. Safe from relegation. Let's, um, whilst we all um, tiptoe around Sunderland Leeds, let's talk about um, the game, Seb. A few changes for town. Here's the lineup. Um, and yeah, five changes. Williams, Twanzebe, Luongo, Hutchinson coming in and Harness. Your thoughts seeing that lineup? More than I expected. I expected maybe two or three. Um, I kind of thought Hutchinson, it's over at the Stadium of Light. You can say we, it, are, we are 10 points clear of Leeds United. They've lost 1-0. Uh, yeah, wow. What an evening. What a <laughs> night. This is this is mental. And now, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That, that relieves the pressure so much for the the leads away game well, as well because so this is the thing i was gonna I, I kind of hinted apologies for the pulsing background my my house is kind of moving around or electronics are screwing up or something it's my christmas lights leads bands have had this narrative and i know a lot of our, our we talked about in telegram and tried to kind of ignore the minority of noisy leads bands that um are kind of saying oh lips are going to fall away and i thought um courtney sweeman kirk on cocoms and sky dealt with the point really well you know there's a point where 
you know you've got such a sample size of data that that suggests that uh, you know we're not going to fall away but Leeds fans were talking about the game at Ellen Road being the point where they overtake us well now mathematically they can't do that I mean this is such a big night Seb in, yeah. in that race isn't it and you know Leeds hoping for us to fall away but Leeds hoping to overtake us it's um yeah it's a it's a massive swing isn't it yeah, I mean, they must have been looking at our December fixture list like we were with a bit of trepidation. They must have been thinking, right, they will definitely start to drop points. We can claw it back. And then logically, yeah, they'll be thinking when they come to us on uh, uh, on the Saturday before Christmas, that's the game where we beat them, we'll, we'll overtake them and they won't catch us again. And surely they must have been thinking Middlesbrough away, Watford away in the space of four days, whatever it is. Surely they'll drop some points. Two points would be a, a decent return from those two. For us to come away with six must be soul-destroying for them. And now, yeah, it is almost like... A a free hit at Ellen Road now. You know, you can go there, you can lose, and it's not really going to make that much difference because assuming, you know, we beat Norwich and they win at the weekend, assuming nothing changes and we've still got that 10-point gap, worst case, it's a seven-point gap, which is what it was at 7.45 this evening. So it's an incredible victory for us and it's an incredible night in terms of the, the race for second place. We're top of the league and, yeah, life cannot possibly get any better as a town fan at this point in time. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, yeah. His his old mate Tim. That uh, that was this season's um, Barnsley moment. Perhaps it's it's got a feeling. So me and Dave, we're doing the post match reaction after Barnsley. It does have that sense. I mean, nothing I, is won yet. We are still in no, December, yeah. guys. But but if we get a if we if, yeah. if we get a touch wood, if we get a win on the weekend against Norwich, we will look back at this week. I'm I'm telling you, come come April, come May, we will look back and say that nine point week potentially. I'm not I'm not I'm not cursing at the moment, but that that possible nine point week was absolutely crucial given the the caliber of the size that we faced um, and the, and the results that maybe went in our favour at the, at the Stadium of Light tonight. Yeah, just an incredible evening's football for for both of us. Evening to Ben Watford fan here. Uh, thanks for joining us, Ben. Appreciate that and your insights here. Um, tight, two good teams going hammer and tongs. Yeah, it was very end to end, quite a basketball game, wasn't it? Uh, Switch had the edge in terms of quality and looked very impressive. Really hope you get promoted. I think you will. We, I mean, Seb, we we don't win at Watford too often, do we? As well, I mean, Watford's decent sides. Um, Ishmael got them playing really well as well. Uh, good run of form. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, lots of positives to take out of this, not least the, the caliber of the opposition. Your thoughts on Watford overall? Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were decent. Uh, I thought they were lively down the flanks, threatening from wide positions, physical side, high press. Obviously, we'll discuss the the goals in more detail. But the opening goal came from a result of their high press and one of our errors. And and yeah, Ish, Ishmael's really got them got them going, hasn't he? The only defeat against uh, against Leicester, uh, the only recent one. They're a good side, and they've probably got their eyes on sixth place. There'll be a, a handful of clubs when they're Sunderland, Borough, yeah. Watford. They'll all be looking at that sixth place. If we assume that the, the one to five is probably going to stay as it is at the moment they've probably got their eyes on sixth place and uh yeah they're a good side who could well make it i really like the the wide players in the side they were they were very yeah Seema and espria like those yeah. um we kind of did well to keep some of their other players quiet perhaps but yeah i think there's um yeah as chris says Seema a real threat for them i mean let's let's look at this um this Watford team, only one change for them, and it's it's the return of, um, well, former Blues, <laughs> maybe over stretching it a little bit, but he did have a loan spell. Jake Livermore comes in, otherwise uh, it's as you were. Um, and as we said, Seb, a lot of uh, a threat down those wide positions, a lot of pace through Seymour Espria, um, Kembe and Livermore, very physical um, midfield pairing, and 
Um, yeah, there's pace out wide as well. Uh, Lewis and strength up front, isn't there? Yeah, Lewis yeah. Ex- or strength up front with Ravic as well. Yeah, they're a physical side. Yeah. They're a good side. And um, and yeah, just going back, I think we discussed our team, did we? Because the the Leeds full time occurred. Mm, sorry, I was I, I was surprised to see the five changes. I was expecting maybe two or three. So five, I was I, I was a bit surprised. But I thought Hutchinson would come in. I thought he deserved it, probably in place of uh, in place of Broadhead. I was surprised to see Burns drop out. Williams obviously got forty five minutes. And then Clark gets the the second half. And Twan Zabi, we kind of discussed. We figured he'd start. One one of the two, you know, Middlesbrough or Watford. So not that surprising to see him come in, but five maybe was surprising for me. I was expecting two or three. Yeah. And uh, do you want to give us maybe, uh, not, it's not conspiracy theories, but any theories that you could read into that, that, that rotation for Norwich? No, I don't think so. I think McKenna just looks at it as he says. It's a cliche, one game at a time, but I think that's genuinely what he does. We have got so much football coming up. We've played a fair bit of football in recent weeks. We're in a position where we do need to get Williams back up to speed because West Brom aside, he's not really featured that much, has he, for the last month or so now. Twan Zabi needs to continue his his kind of development, his progress, get minutes into his legs before Burgess disappears off with, with Australia. I think Luongo was always going to come back in uh, following his suspension. So, no, sensible, I thought. Like, like I say, two or three I expected. Five I was a bit surprised by, but you know, Hutchison deserved it after the weekend. Harness, I thought, played really, really well tonight. Yeah. Um, and as long as you keep that spine, you know, Flagkey, Burgess, Morsey, Hurst, Chaplin, um, the rest of them can kind of drift in and out as and when McKenna sees fit. Yeah, a couple more bits on Watford before we talk about the, the game in more specific detail. Um, second for accurate long balls, um, 60% average home um, possession as well. Third well someone's, someone's done some scored. research. Um, their home record only two defeats all season. Uh, Twenty, you know, twenty-two goals scored, only eleven conceded. Uh, the last five um, form table sixth best, um, and yeah, only lost one in their last ten, and that was against Leicester. Until along came Ipswich. Um, we've got a, a mention here from David. I think it is about Hladki. Was class after initial mistake. Could have gone to pieces. Thudded after that mental strength. Let's talk about this opening goal for Watford. Said because yeah. I guess it's it's been foreshadowed for quite a while. A lot of our fan base probably now who had been um, dropping a brick or uh, you've dropped the f bomb already. I could probably swear more. Um, whose 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 bottles pucker a little bit when we pass the ball out from the back had been expecting this kind of goal to happen and. It's happened, but man, it's taken a long time to come, though, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't count the the was it Rakeem Harper pass straight across the back in the culture. Was it Cole Yu nah, in the early Cole days Yu. of last season? Yeah. You can't count that. So it's the first time it's happened. As far as I'm aware, I can't think of another time it's happened from sort of direct playing out from the back. And and yeah, it's 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 how we play. Uh like the comment just said, it's good mental strength that we continue to persevere with that. We know at some point it was it was going to happen, and now it it finally has. Obviously, Slacky like picks the ball up, he's on his left foot, he's trying to find when you saw the the angle from behind the goal, I didn't realize how far away Davis was. I assume it's Davis he's trying to find right out on the touchline and he's a hell of a way away so maybe yeah the simple is to is to knock it to Burgess to then he makes the pass down the down the wing to uh, uh to Davis on the touchline but yeah he gets it wrong and he finds Aspria and he cuts it back into the middle Morsey just missed the interception initial shot was it, was, it wasn't Ravage was it Coney I think got the initial shot in uh decent save like he does well doesn't he to get down it's, it's yeah Aspria lashes at home it's yeah it's Ravage you... Aspria scores yeah, yeah. Ravage think has the first chance uh, like he does really well to get down it falls and there's for... your bouncing back isn't it from the mistake I mean, he, he makes, I mean, admittedly, Ravage is probably, you know, Chaplin has a similar effort a few minutes later. He's in the middle of the goal 
uh, we were debating in Telegram whether Chapman should do better with his effort, but Raver just got time to pick a spot. To me, yeah, potentially, didn't, yeah, didn't do much tonight. And I mean, but yeah, Hladki makes the save, doesn't he? But yeah, good save. Hladki falls for a sprint. It's a great finish. He, he sees where Hladki is. He sees where Twenzabe is on the line. It's it's a great finish. And yeah, it's 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 a well a, a, a really good a really good finish for the goal. It's our mistake. You can't do anything about that. But what I loved was the fact that we all knew straight away. Everyone goes Hladki and kind of you know cuffs him around the cuffs him around the head and says come on and we we know within minutes we will still be passing out from Pats the back as we cuffs him around the head you know what i mean yeah you know the come on mate you, you know we, we're come on we, buddy we, we keep <laughs> we, we keep going we love um, you. and uh <laughs> and yeah the, the great thing is that we know in two or three minutes time we're going to be playing the exact same brand of football because it's what we do so it's finally happened we've conceded a goal from it but i think one goal every 18 months conceded <laughs> from that style of play is, is that's all right in my book to be fair yeah and someone earlier in the chat said what Watford's press really high at the pitch. You know, they've got pace and intensity there. Uh, But I I have to say, Seb, after after conceding, I think we're the better team for the majority of the game. Watford certainly on the break, crosses into the box. We knew about that threat and set pieces perhaps, but I thought we were playing the the better football really. And uh, a lot of love in the chat for Hurst. Um, uh, Watford gas blue. Hurst gave his best tonight. Um, Neil Glad Hurst scored again. And... It's it's kind of the fox in the boxing stink that maybe we haven't given Kirst a huge amount of credit for to to convert this one, but great work from Davis and great work from Harness in this. Very much so, yeah. Hurst is start, kind of starts. He knocks the ball down to Harness, who he always seems to be playing on the on the kind of half turn. He kind of pings the ball out wide to Hutchinson, who takes his man on. I thought Hutchinson was a real threat down that that right hand side, cutting in on his left. He had a couple of shots, didn't he, in the in the first half with that left foot, and he was really causing them trouble. I thought, and yeah, we get a bit lucky again. We discussed it on the flagship. We were a bit lucky at Borough with the with the opening goal, with the the two deflections, the deflection to Chaplin, and then the one where he he, he strikes it towards goal, and it kind of takes a bit of a double ricochet, doesn't it, off the off the Watford players' legs and the keeper pushes it away. And then we've discussed now for six months, eight months, nearly 12 months, I guess, of, of George Hurst developing his game and he's not necessarily there to score goals. And his role is about tiring out defenders and bringing others into play and creating space for the three behind. But I love the fact he scored a good old-fashioned tap in from what three yards in the box you know you want your strikers to be in that position he's following up he does what all good strikers do regardless of the the kind of changes he's made in his game to accommodate this 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 kind of new style of play for him but he's following up he, he's there in the right place at the right time and he fully deserved that because he played so well didn't he you know he was he mm. was he, he, he picked up straight from where he finished off at the riverside on saturday you know he was spinning players he was causing all sorts of problems he was physical tonight against two physical center halves and yeah really really pleased for him and we deserve the equaliser because you know we had the Chaplin kind of snapshot effort uh, Hutchinson cut inside and put one just wide that might have been after the goal but, but we were growing we were threatening and um, and yeah we really really deserved it because we got back in the game because a lot you know a lot of sides you can see that kind of goal relatively early we know we've got a bit of an issue oh, with the early goals they're a good side at at uh, Vicarage Road you know they're a physical side they're a high press side it would have been quite easy for us to go into our shell for 10 15 20 minutes and try and kind of regroup and and uh, and 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 sort of yeah, and try and see out a bit of time but we we didn't we I'm so excited I just I can barely talk <laughs> um we just kept going we did what we do and we fully deserved the equalizer I thought yeah I think Luke is talking about George Hurst here six goals five assists um, now for him, a um, lot of love 
for Hurst. And there's a great moment on the on half an hour where he spins on a sixpence and nearly gets the balls. Um, and he got, I think he plays it out to Davis and yeah. um, Hutchinson curls wide. But yeah, really confident. A little bit of a naughty elbow, perhaps. A little, and but I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Leave a bit on your center half. He's he's, yeah. watch, he's he's watching the ball and he's watching the man. That's the problem, isn't it? You know. So yeah, I don't mind that. It's a physical battle. Leave a bit on your center half. No issue with that. I thought the guy went down a bit th- theatrically as well. Yeah, well, talk to us about Porteous going down a bit theatrically on 38. This this disallowed goal, the more I look at it, the less I'm convinced there's a foul here. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I kind of assumed it was fairly cut and shut, given there weren't that many. Williams kind of protested quite vigorently yeah, and, 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 and Hurst did. But, you know, apart from that, everyone kind of got on with it and kicked off. So I assumed it would be a fairly cut and shut. But then, yeah, when I saw it back, I thought there's not much in that at all. It was a great header from Hurst, wasn't it? And mm. yeah, I think we were a bit unlucky with that one. Yep, uh, there's a moment for Harness spins and has a shot. Um, Harness similar. played really well in that first yeah, half. I mean, credit to him. Uh, I mean, Mark uh, here thought Hester was excellent. Harness and Hutchinson both good too to either keep their place for Saturday for you, Seb. I, I think mean, some other people he, have been talking about Broadhead's form as well. He came off the yeah. bench. Always difficult to make an impact off the bench, as we say, but hasn't really been at it at it of late. Could you see a situation where Harness gets in at the start on Saturday ahead of Broadhead? I, I don't know. I think at Portman Road, against the opposition we're going to play, I expect Burns to come back in on the right because Burns does play for Kieran McKenna. Let's be honest, it's very rare. He's a substitute. He's a big game player. I think Chaplin in the 10, and I think Broadhead starts on the left. I know he's not been on it recently, um, but he's a you know he's he's a real threat. He's one of our, our great players. And the, and the great thing is, if it's not working at 60 minutes, then you can bring on the likes of Harness and Hutchison if you have to. But I would be surprised if the front four on Saturday wasn't the recognised front four that we all know now is the strongest one. You know, Chaplin in the 10, Hurst up front, Burns and Broadhead either side. Give me your thoughts on uh, the halftime whistle goes. Uh, a little bit of a unnecessary moment with Williams into Wenzabi giving away a free kick, which we'd see off a few crosses from what we were allowing them to cross weren't we i don't know if it's part yeah. of the game plan you know but even when clark came on in the second half I, there were noticeable times where he was kind of standing off uh semmer as well so I, I don't know if that was tactical i was surprised we let them put the amount of crosses in that we did you know rivic is a a big old boy uh, to quote myself on the uh, from the pre-match show sometimes but yeah that was a, that was an interesting tactical decision and then yeah obviously he gets hooked at uh halftime williams gets hooked for, for harry clark um, here's the attacking momentum. It's, a, it's something I bloody love. Uh, a couple of spiky moments there for Watford, and they finished the half the stronger. But generally, Seb, I felt like we were in the ascendancy and playing the better football. Would you agree with that? Yes. After the after the opening goal, I thought we were on it till about sort of 37, 38 minutes. And I thought with those crosses that were going in, they sort of saw out the end of the second half pretty pretty strongly. I thought the Hurst booking came because we were dropping deeper and deeper. He was on the halfway, and I think when that when that booking happened, wasn't it when he caught? Uh, was it Hooty caught with his um, with his arm? I thought we noticed we dropped a little bit deeper. Uh, they finished the, 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 the side slightly stronger, uh, but it was a, a great first half performance for an away game. It was it was gritty when we needed it to be. We kind of stuck to our philosophies, stuck to our principles, fully deserved the equaliser, and I was delighted to go in a, a halftime level. Yeah, a lot of people suggested that Hurst has been hard done by with the foul, but I guess blue-tinted spectacles, perhaps. Um, Andy, um, big shout-out to the travelling fans. Heard them all night and very much enjoyed oh, their yeah. Merry Christmas Everyone chant as well, uh, which <laughs> yeah. I'm sure will be sung on Saturday, along with Carrow Road is falling down. Um, second half, Seb, uh, Watford, probably the better team, started with a bit of intensity. And maybe a lack of clear-cut efforts and moments. There are certainly some shots on goal. There are certainly some crosses that whoosh down the corridor of uncertainty, but you never really got the sense that Watford 
Well, what what was your take on Watford's um, dominance in the second half? To um, what extent did you feel like um, they were likely to take the lead? No, I think you summed it up. We know they're a threat from out wide. You know, Semmer and Asprilla are, are tricky players. They're quick players. The fullbacks do like to get forward. But every time they kind of got themselves in a decent position, I thought Lewis in particular, some of his crossing and decision-making was pretty poor. There were a couple of times the board go out for a throw-in or just go behind uh, for a goal kick. And whilst they got themselves in threatening positions, they didn't really have anybody in the in the, in the box to try and have kind of, you know, to, to make the most of it and put things away. There were a couple of chances that fell to them to kind of Livermore and Kiembe uh, on the edge of the box when that happened we got uh, crucial kind of blocks in and yeah although they they did start the second half stronger and they were causing issues down the flanks they didn't really have much in the box at all I didn't think no well there's there's a moment for a spreer um some semi crosses across the face there's there's a Hutchinson free kick oh, sorry I've just left this <laughs> comment from Matt about Kieran McKenna the greatest manager I've seen in my lifetime there I've said it um Hutchinson has a free kick in a really good position, sends Chaplin and Davis away. Yeah, as soon as got, you do that, yeah, get it on target. target. Yeah. And he didn't. And they they nearly sprung us from that as well. Uh, Kiembe blazes over 75. Uh, but other than that, so I think probably 78th minute, there was a couple of chances. I think Ince cuts in, doesn't he? And both him and I forget who else has a shot. And it's Kiembe, I think, with no power in the shots efforts, whatsoever. Yeah, thankfully. Burgess gets a big block on one of them. Um, but they were, they were tame efforts from them. The game was getting stretched wasn't it I think both sides looked noticeably tired from kind of the 65th 70th minute onwards we try and make the triple sub to try and freshen things up a little bit um but yeah I just I just thought that the game was getting stretched and I guess I wasn't worried um that we were going to lose it because like as I said although Watford were causing issues down the flanks the, the the lack of anything really in the box I thought would see us through but I just thought the game would keep on drifting and drifting maybe and we both kind of settle for a point and walk away yeah, which we we would we which I would have done. Yeah, I would have done because I don't know anything about football. But Seb, but um, I, and I, I see people are putting questions in the chats. So keep them, well, maybe hold on to them, and we will come to them after we finish talking about the Watford game, uh, kind of blow by blow, which will be in like a couple of minutes. Um, because we do want to go through your questions, and that's how we'll finish the last half of the show. So don't go too early because we'll miss them. Uh, stick a cue at the start, like Jack has done, Seb. Because I want to ask you this question: uh, Did anyone else panic when Morsey scored that he was going to take his shirt off <laughs> to celebrate? Morsey had. I, I, this is a kind of a point that I made in the Telegram group. But obviously, Morsey um, walking the tightrope now that we've talked about uh, with the yellow card situation. It's much easier to walk that tightrope to me in League One when basically the midfield battle is so easy to win um, and you've got other quality players around you. At championship level, that midfield battle is really key. We talked about Livermore. Um, uh, it's, a, you know, it's a real battle. And Luongo probably a, a better foil for Morsey in that respect. But he hadn't really shown a huge amount, probably for obvious reasons, but it's suddenly going to appear... And run the gauntlet that, <laughs> that Jack's talking about there with the uh, celebration said because um, talk us through it. Yeah, well, he was subdued in the first half, wasn't he? And it was Luongo, the one who got the booking and was bringing people down. So there was obviously a noticeable kind of emphasis for Luongo to do the the stuff Morsey normally does. And then, yeah, to throw him with Leaf Davis on the touchline, Freddie kind of rolls his man and and I think the defender sticks out a boot and ends up falling at the feet of Hoot, who takes an awful touch. And Morsey is there and he just touches it away from him beautifully. I thought he was going to square it for Ladapo to tap home, but not our captain. No, he just rolls it home calm as you like. It was a great finish because... You know, let's be honest, goal scoring isn't a big part of his game, but it was a great finish. And then I loved the 
arrogant kind of walk towards the home fans. The struts when yeah, Beckham was scoring those free kicks after the World Cup. After World Cup '98, got sent off and just like that's what I do. That's what I I do, guys. that was brilliant. He was, all the talk pre-match going in was him about avoiding this booking to make sure he's around to to face Norwich at the weekend. Not only does he do that, he ends up getting the winning goal. Similar position to Chaplow, wasn't it? All those years ago, I guess not. Obviously, it wasn't a quick break like that one was, but similar position in the penalty box. And yeah, rolls the ball home. Eighty-one minutes on the clock, and at that point, I thought it's done because they haven't really threatened that much. You know, like he's not had much to do in the second half, and we will now go into ultra Ipswich Town control professionalism mode like we did at the Riverside on Saturday and we will see the game out and that's exactly how it played out so delighted for Morsey yeah obviously you know a lot of focus on him before the game to avoid this 10th booking of the season and absolutely thrilled that he got the winner and a brilliant celebration to boot with the the, the strut towards the away fans yeah um, gifts as we said at Christmas time being exchanged by both teams it was an awful touch wasn't it by Hoop yeah, yeah an absolutely awful touch um, but but that's they the, did that there was a few I he, you know, a lot of these long passes out of play. There were a few loose touches at the back for Watford. So fair play us for having that press. Um, and also, hello, shout out if you are coming back from the game. There's a few people who are joining the chat who have been at Watford. Let us know that you've been there in the chat um, and give us your thoughts as well. Mikey's here. Spare a thought for Joe Fares, who is giving a lift home to five different blokes who arrived in the pub at five PM and have probably been indulging in quite a bit of limbs, Seb. And I can share a, I can share an image from Joe from the away end. Um, and there's there's the player celebrating that goal. I think Craig sent me one on a diagonal as well. Um, but yeah, great scenes there. And a, apart from a karate kick to the face, no, it was Clark taking it was one it was bravely. We kind of saw really, it out really, really bright, well, bright by Clark to throw himself in front of that one. And yeah, we saw it out pretty comfortably. You know, I was expecting six, seven minutes because that's how things tend to go. Um, but the line puts up four minutes. And yeah, apart from the, the, I guess the only real moment I was concerned with a minute to go, they've got a free kick on halfway. And it's a case of the goalkeeper swinging it into the box. But we dealt with it again and it's what we do. And yeah, you know, the camera straight away cuts to the touchline. McKenna and Per, as somebody said in the comments, they were really, really celebrating that one because everybody knows what a huge win that is. What a huge four days it's been. Two wins on the bounce and the icing on the on, on the top of the cake is the fact that Leeds have lost as well. So yeah, Carlsberg oh, yeah, don't do <laughs> Tuesday evenings, but if they did, wow. Well, and an extra day on Norwich as well because they play tomorrow yeah. night against an improving Sheffield Wednesday team as well, by the way, off the back of a nil-nil against Preston as well. Apparently Joe was upside down at one point. So scenes in the way. And a lot of people uh, watch the game from my sofa, says Michael, but feel like I played all 95. I know how that feels as well. Uh, David W. walked from the front room, just back from the game. It was great. Yeah, well, we've been smug. Hopefully the roads will be kind to everyone. There's a lot of you here. Thank you if you've given us a thumbs up already, but please do give us a thumbs up on YouTube and on Facebook, I can see Ben, James, Mark, Gary, Rob, Justin, Stephen, and Sam have all give us a thumbs up. And please subscribe if you're watching on YouTube as well. We have a giveaway at the moment. The more people who subscribe, it's one of those cynical ones. We're giving something away, folks. But the more subscribers, we want to give away an Ipswich Town shirt is the gist of it. So please help us out um, and give us a subscribe. But a thumbs up would very much be appreciated as well. We will go on as long as your questions continue for us. So start getting them in now. If you stick a cue at the start, we'll ask it to Seb. Let me just um, uh, put the results up on the screen for you, Seb. Um, there you go. Look at the bottom I'll be honest, one I've actually paid no attention whatsoever to any other results tonight, apart from obviously us and the, uh, the Sunderland lead score. So I'm going in blind with this. Go on. Yeah, well, so uh, Liam Manning's not really got off to a good start with Bristol City, but Blackburn, a little bit of an inconsistent side, but 
pretty good at home. Huddersfield, Preston, uh, Preston, a bit of a turning their form around after a bit of a sloppy run, um, a draw and a win. Um, West Brom 2-0, Rotherham, no real surprises there. West Brom, pretty resilient. Stoke, managerless Stoke. Swansea got a manager yet either, is no, it? Two, two managerless sides. The P45 derby ends one all at Stoke. And what's that last one, Seb? I can't read that. Well, that can't make sense because Leeds are massive and they always win and they take 10,000 fans everywhere. So that's weird, isn't it? I can see Watford 10,000 fans. It's 10-point gap, sorry. Yeah. Watford won, Ipswich 2 there as well. But Sunderland won, Ipswich 0. And with Leeds, um, sorry, with Leicester to play tomorrow, Seb, the league table looks like that. <laughs> Look at that. Imagine, on the, imagine the night before the night before the season starts that Friday night before the Saturday round of games if you said going into the Norwich game you're going to be on 51 points we'd have just looked at you like you were insane it's just yeah it gets crazier and crazier every time we see our points tally every time we see the league table it's insane what a team this is yeah worth noting that I mean that both Sunderland and Preston won obviously well and West Brom won as well so and Blackburn won as well so five five through eight uh one tonight um but that the gap to sixth seventh seven is almost 20 points <laughs> <laughs> so you got leads to 10 and you got maybe the the outside the playoffs to 20 points um, before the 10 of the year um fantastic stuff uh we will come now to your comments in the chat let us know what you um what you're thinking after tonight um uh, what have we got? Um, Axel, give us your thoughts on Axel 2 and Zabi Seb. Paul Westlake here. Axel looks so solid. A little he bit does. iffy in moments, a little bit rusty as you'd expect. I think, I think that's generally... rust, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's rust and not really being up to up to kind of full match sharpness yet. I like the way he kind of reads the game. I like the turn. Of, he's, he's got a deceptive turn of pace when he needs to, hasn't he? So, yeah, I thought, again, he looked decent um, against a, a big physical striker in Ryovic. And yeah, another tick in the box. He's going to have to get some minutes in him because it's, only another three weeks will it be now till Burgess goes away. So, yeah, I presume, I think Wolfenden will come back in for the Norwich game. We'll discuss Norwich, obviously, in more detail on Thursday night. But I expect Wolfenden to come back in for that one. But then given the, the, the run of games coming up, I would assume he probably starts, what, QPR at home uh, in between Leicester and, and, and Stoke. And then come the FA Cup third round weekend, he gets that one. And then he's, he's, he's good to go with Burgess going away to, to the Cup. Yeah, we think Burgess goes off on the fourth, is I think Telegram. Yeah, so the Stoke game will be his last game, won't it? But yeah, the Stoke game's his last game before he disappears off for what could be up to five, six weeks. So we are going to need Twan Zabian. Yeah, I thought tonight was another solid, solid performance in getting him up to full match sharpness. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. 
NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Neil, just on the way to the station, beyond amazing what these boys are doing. Safe travels home, Neil. Thank you for joining us. Um, Catherine, it looks like a Borough fan. What a team. I assume you're talking about us, in which case, thank you, Catherine. Very we love thank that. Um, very appreciate um, external, you know, non-Ipswich Town fans' perspectives in here. So thank you for joining us there. Um, McSauceman will need the extra rest too. Whole team will be gassed after the pace of that game. A lot of intensity, Seb. Um, partly the way the Watford play, isn't it? Yes, very much so. Um, we had a couple limping at the end on uh, the Riverside on Saturday as well. Burns and Clark kind of limping throughout the game up there and they get, both got a bit of a rest today. But the good thing is bringing those those five changes mean the likes of, you know, Broadhead and and uh, Clark, for example, have only played kind of, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes tonight. So we can we can shift out again, bring some of the players that dropped out tonight back in and then you've got a solid basis of, of kind of players that have kept ticking over midweek but haven't maybe necessarily gone full gung-ho. There are, there's a few comments in the chat that are um, preempting stuff and, and a bit fate tempting, which isn't my style. So another host, I'm sure, would have shared these. But Sully, I see you. Chris Rand, I see you talking about um, midfield. I'm not going to put them on screen, but I appreciate you nevertheless. And I hope you understand why I haven't shared those with everyone else. As soon as I socialise it, it makes makes things happen. So I'm doing my best there for everyone else. Mr. Porterloo, um, unbelievable. Who'd have thought six points from these two away games, Seb? Not me. I said I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I need to dig out those predictions. They're not going to be enough. I think basically I've got one more point for, <laughs> for the next three because I underestimated us. Yeah, I think we, when we sat down and we did, we did West Brom to Stoke, didn't we, as a Blue Monday contingent, we all put forward our predictions. And I had West Brom away, Middlesbrough away, and Leeds away as defeats. And I think I had tonight as a draw, if I remember rightly. So, yeah, I'm, I've, I've been way off it um, ever since the, the the kind of Millwall home game. And, and yeah, this 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 team, this team. Um, Pete Girls, uh, three cheers for Joby. No, 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 no. Hip, 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 hip. No, it's fine. Cheers. That, um, that's the disco in the office, by the way, that I'm quoting there. Um, Sully, no, you, you know the score. Um, yeah, how far ahead of your 10-match prediction totals are we, guys? It was only eight, and I, I think, um, yeah, we are being blown out of the water pool. But... I think I said 11 or... No, I can't remember. Was it 10 games we predicted? I think I said... Maybe. I can't remember. I think I said... 50, if it was 10 games, I think I eight. said 15 or 16. Because it was 24 points okay. max. So I must have said... I think I said 12, maybe 12, 13 points or so, if you can even get to that with my rubbish maths. But um, yeah, it, it, it's blown out the water now because like I say, I had defeat at Riverside, a point tonight, a defeat upcoming at Leeds, and we'll just go to Ellen Road now and win. <laughs> uh, Ashley, only negative. I thought Williams' positioning was awful. Awful's a bit strong, maybe. But, the, but then Clark... Clark Tim- has... Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd agree. Clark has the shirt, um, but Clark, I thought in the second half as well, there were times where he noticeably kind of left Semi in a bit of space. So I think that may have been slightly tactical. And we've got to remember as well, Williams hasn't played a lot of football. You know, the, he was missing for was it two weeks before West Brom? He made the bench, didn't he, at Rotherham? Didn't play against Birmingham. Made the bench at Rotherham. Then you've got a two-week 
gap after after the uh, the home game that he didn't feature in. Then you've got the West Brom game he did play in, and then he's not really featured since. So I think he's only played one 90 minutes in the last... It could be as much as five, six weeks now. So I just think he's a little bit off it given the the, the lack of minutes. But I do think tonight there must have been some sort of tactical decision to allow Semya time on the ball and allow him to cross in because we were leaving him noticeably in large areas of space. Well, and let's be honest, there's only so much we can do to defend the opposition yeah. who are as relentless as Watford are of getting crosses in. We knew that was their style of play. Um, and yes, Williams didn't have the best of first halves, but... You know, that, I don't think Clark fared a great deal better. I think maybe was a little bit more up to speed with the pace of the game, having played to your point. So I wouldn't read too much into that first half. And Tuan Zabi was alongside him as well. Also rusty and not helpful. And probably by yeah. the time Clark comes on, Tuan Zabi's more up to the speed. So I, yeah, mitigating circumstances, I think, for me. Yeah. Um, but who, who starts? Alex asked this earlier. Um, who starts for you at right back, Seb, if you haven't already answered this one? Clark. Clark. Okay. They, yeah, we discussed yeah. it on the on the we discussed it on the flagship show on Sunday. I trust Clark a little bit more in terms of discipline and emotion. Discipline. I know I know he's a town fan, uh, but in terms of emotion, I trust him a little bit more. So for me, the fact that that Williams hasn't really played that much in recent weeks looks a little bit rusty. I'd have Clark in there, and then when it's four 0 you can bring Williams on to control <laughs> them. And I want to see Clark here, Thunder Bastard, to win it as well. Uh, Paul Casabona, two seasons away from. Champions League. There you go. Gary Lovell, uh, 51 points on the board. Unreal. Well done, the lads. Um, what else have we got? Yeah, the universe doesn't care. Evening to you. How will Norwich approach this? A free swing or park the bus? Um, Wagner probably can't afford a defeat. It'll be interesting to see how they get on against Sheffield Wednesday, Seb. But yeah, yeah I mean, I guess that will show one? some. Yeah, the, the, if they do beat Sheffield Wednesday, then their recent form isn't that bad compared to what it had been. You know, they had the win at Cardiff. Drew the weekend against Preston, beat QPR. Apparently, the the performances have been have been pretty shocking, even though, even though they've been picking up kind of points and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, if he loses to us, is that the final nail in the coffin? I'm not sure. I kind of assumed wow. he would have gone when the new CEO came in, given that they brought his appointment forward and moved Stuart Weber out quicker. But yeah, I I, I don't know what he does. I guess it's a, is is it a bit of a a free hit for him if they can go and put in a half de- everybody expects us to win right I mean if you I don't know the match odds but everybody even Norwich fans will be expecting to get turned over on Saturday so is there a world he can come to Portman Road frustrate us Ashley Barnes up front can nick something from a set piece and they they go down valiantly a 2-1 defeat a 3-2 defeat or something maybe that buys him a little bit more time I, I, I don't know yeah we'll talk more about that on the pre-match show on Thursday, going out live, 8 p.m. as always. Um, always there on Thursdays. So do come and join us for there. That, that'll be good. And uh, and we've got uh, Jack from Tort Norris City giving us a little bit of insights as well, pre-recorded stuff as well. So um, uh, And we've got a giveaway, Seb. I'm going to give away breakfast for someone on the pre-match show on Thursday as well. If you're going to go to the Greyhound, Can I um, get, get your breakfast bap. Uh, no, you cannot. Um, employees may not enter the giveaway. So yeah, lots employees. of employees <laughs> on Thursday. Um, so yeah, um, extrapolate says Sully. Um, extrapolate, please. He says, please. One hundred and twelve points, Seb, for forty-six. No, it is one hundred and twelve. Yep, one hundred and twelve. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. oh, everyone's asking the same question. Fifty-one points. What's that about? Um, uh, Marius, I wonder if our current situation means the owners change their plans for this season. Surely now they'd be tempted. Chuck the kitchen sink at getting back to back promotions. Are we? Have we got the owner said that are going to chuck the kitchen sink at anything? 
I think they will bow down to Ashton and O'Leary's judgment on this one and McKenna's judgment. I think the money will be there if they want it. Um, but I think they've proven in the last 18 months they are more than happy to take a step back, trust the, the, the structure they've put in place at Portman Road to go and make the decisions. And we have to trust McKenna and Ashton. You know, whatever they do, I think we'll act fairly quickly. We did last year. We had people in by the FA Cup game, didn't we? The first weekend of January last year, Hurst was pictured in the crowd and, and the Broadhead news broke a couple of days later. So I'd imagine, hopefully, we'll move quite quickly. And I think if they want to, to do anything too dramatic, they will do. But we are up against it in terms of FFP. You know, we are slap bang between three sides that get 70 million quid for coming down from the Premier League this season and you know we're, we're we're currently schooling all of them so I think they will be as they have been since they joined the club they will be excellent backers but they will bow down to the the knowledge and the expertise of the people they've trusted to run the club for the last 18 months because they haven't missed a beat and they haven't they haven't let them down at all have they yeah what so what are they going to say then so what's Mark Ashton Michael Leary thinking then I think they'll be sensible about it. I think they won't. They Just won't. Five million, not ten million on the strike. Yeah, yeah. I, I we'll make signings. I, th- I think we might well break our 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 transfer record. And I think you do maybe go for it with the backup safety net. That if you don't make it, which won't happen, everybody, don't worry. If you don't make it, then you've got a Leaf Davis who you can cash in for twenty five yeah. million quid in the summer. That's, that's what you do it. Million. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. It's a um. It's it's not a free hit in terms of FFP, but having those players in reserve that you can look to move on if you have to gives you a bit of a safety net to go for so yeah I, i'd imagine two maybe three signings um and i wouldn't be surprised if we did end up breaking our our record lots of you watching live thank you so much for joining us uh, on the night ipswich town go top of the league um and leeds lose uh, 2-1 winners at watford we're going to stay here as long as um there are questions and stuff in the chat um so please do get involved please also give us a thumbs up and please subscribe as well plenty more of this content coming um so yeah please do join us and get involved um jack um we can't have been top of the league since the peterborough home game in 2022 seb Probably was right, that, the, that was about this week, this time it's last year, wasn't it? Two years ago, yeah, yeah. I think it was exactly to the day. Yeah, the um, no, uh, yeah, Connor Chaplin, Connor Chaplin double, wasn't it? Yeah, we, yeah, I think you're right. We were on top of the league that day, and then January is where we all started to fall away a little bit, and obviously we never got back up there when the even when the crazy run started. So yeah, it might be almost twelve months to the weekend, maybe. Uh, Are you googling it? Are you looking? Two at days you? out, right? Okay, the tenth. Yeah. So yeah, great shout, Jack. Um, Chrissy, uh, one of the telegram stalwarts and he was saying um huge credit to Vaz after the error as i was saying and it's how you deal with the mistake that matters was faultless again and yeah we, we talked about his confidence in respect of coming out and cushioned controlling passing the ball on halfway at borough seb but to kind of see that kind of goal you know it, it's a test and it feels like he, he passed it with flying colors didn't he very much so. Went back to what he knew after conceding the goal from the mistake. And yeah, it wasn't too long, was it, at all, before he was passing out to the, the centre-backs and the full-backs in tight positions. Again, it's, he's so crucial to the way we play, isn't he? You know, he's it's it's he's got to be player of the season, hasn't he, at the moment, I would suggest. You know, he's, he's, he's coming out the cold. He played 15 minutes, whatever it was, in the league last season. And now he's absolutely crucial. You know, he's on the halfway line when we're attacking corners and when we're, when we're looking to just recycle attacks and get them going instantly. And yeah, a, a lot of players, it could have been very easy, uh, tough away ground, early on, physical side, high press. You make that error. It could be very easy to go long for the next 10, 15 minutes. You know, look to hit Hurst, win the flick-ons for the likes of Chaplin and, and uh, and Hutchison running in behind, but he didn't. He goes back to what he knows because, you know, he's he's so good at it and he's proven he's so good at it. And as I said earlier, one goal every 18 months and that style of play, I'll take that. 
Yep. Uh, Mark, is this the real life or is this just fantasy? Um, wow. Don't wake me up. That's and I, I'm trying to come up with another Queen song, Seb, and I can't. All I've got is Don't um, Stop Me Now. Yeah, there you go. Brilliant. That's why he's here, folks. Earning the big bucks. Um, Jack's back. Axel's defending was uh, 100% I assume that is. Um, but Wolfie's better on the ball for me. And as you said, Seb, you'd expect Wolfie comes in, doesn't he? And, I think so. and benefits the rest, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, yeah, at least plays with a niggle. Sorry, we, we we forgot to mention at the start of the show uh, that McKenna had alluded to players carrying niggles. Yeah, Burns has obviously come back from a pretty serious injury as well, so wouldn't surprise maybe if Wolfie benefited from the rest. Yeah, no, it's always beneficial to drop somebody out potentially. Give them a, you know, these three game weeks at this time of year can be incredibly sapping on the on the legs and the mental kind of toll they can take. So yeah, if he's now fresh for the derby, happy days. I expect him to start the next three. I think Wolfenden and Burgess will be the the centre half partnership for Norwich, for Leeds, and for Leicester. Uh, Richard is here with Morsey on the shoulders as his profile pitch with the first eleven looking so good and the subs coming on making impacts where do we strengthen in jan to push for promotion striker he says and dot 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 seb central midfield for me yeah i think so yeah i guess we'll look at the squad there's a few players that can be deregistered that might well kind of move on potentially and i think yeah i think uh a younger central midfielder who can do more of the more the Morsey kind of role of you know the the, the deep sitter, the dark arts, the kind of one who will drive the standards. I, I think that's what I'd be looking to go for. Taylor's done really well. Luongo's done brilliantly, but Luongo and Morsey are both you know thirty one, thirty two years old. Um, so we do have to look to the future in that kind of position. And, and, and in this side, it's a crucial part of the pitch, isn't it? So for me, number one. Targets one, two, and three would be a striker. Um, I thought again tonight, I love Freddie. I love Freddie for what he did last season, but there is always a noticeable drop-off when he has to come. Well, not when he comes on the pitch, or when Hurst comes off the pitch, regardless yeah. if it's kind of Jackson, uh, Ladapo, or Scarlett. They can't give us what Hurst can give us. So, yeah, presumably a striker will be lined up pretty quickly. We'll get them in to, to compete with Hurst and give him a bit of breathing space. Um, and then for me, yeah, central midfielder. Surprised to not see Dane Scarlett tonight, Seb? Well, it's, it's completely changed now, isn't it? Because Scarlett, obviously, Ladapo was the one at the start of the season kind of coming on at 65, 70 minutes. Scarlett wasn't really featuring at all. Then it flipped, Birmingham away. Scarlett kind of came on, didn't he? And he got the assist, I think, for the second harness goal, the volley. Had that effort at West Brom that looked decent. And then the last few games, it's switched back to Ladapo again. So, yeah, it's a strange one. He's making the bench, but he's, he's just not just not getting involved at the moment, is he? No. Well, the, the trouble is he can't go anywhere else now because he played for Spurs in the League Cup in the second or third game of the season. He, he can't play for another side this season now. So, you know, I, I saw some talk on, it might have been Telegram or Twitter or the message board saying, do we end the loan agreement and send him back? But, you know, I don't think that would reflect great on us as a no. you know a club. We're, we're looking, we want to develop this young Premier League talent. We want to get a reputation where clubs can feel free to send their exciting prospects here. So I think he'll be with us. Um but I think he's going to have to be patient for a while. For whatever reason, it has flipped back to Ladapo again. Uh, Norman asks, will McKenna win coach of the year at Sports Personality of the Year? <laughs> uh, I mean, he, f- he should be in the running, frankly, shouldn't he? I guess the trouble is... Um, the- they do a best... I haven't watched it for years. Do they no, do they don't best? care outside the Premier League, mate. They don't care. Right, okay, right. They okay. don't They blind, bloody care, Norman, is the problem. Um, but yeah, he should be. And it, it wouldn't surprise me, Seb, if he wins it. At one point, at some point in the future, would it? So, uh, yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of love for McKenna, a lot of love for Harness as well. Harness had a good game this evening. Um, 
what else have we got here in the chat? Um, yeah, and Mark making, making the point. That's why McKenna has been great. The rotation of the squad has been fantastic. The, the comment, um, Courtney Sweetman Kirk was talking about this on Comseb. You can make five changes, you can bring on quadruple substitutes, um, and, and maybe man for man, the quality is a little bit different. You talked about Ladapo versus Hurst, but the players know the patterns of play. They're so yeah. ingrained now that there's there's no real step off, is there? No, not at all. That's the best thing about it. You know, no matter who kind of comes in, we do see drop off sometimes, but the overall patterns of play and the overall kind of movements are, are, are the same no matter who comes in because they've all been coached to this exceptionally kind of high level. And also, it's great. It must be great for the squad. You know, yeah, at the start of the season, it can be, you know, Harnish, for example, was a big signing great show. Two, 18 months ago. He's a big signing. He has six months. Broadhead then comes in. But, you know, M- McKenna's got the emotional intelligence, I presume, in the summer to sit down with some of these players and say, look, you are going to be crucial. There are going to be times I'm going to need you. You're not just going to be, you know, cup starting games. I'm going to need this entire squad throughout this season. And you get that feeling that, you know, when these players do do get games, they really want to go out there and kind of, you know, show it. And, I, and I've got no doubts that Harness won't start probably on Saturday. Hutchinson might not start on Saturday, but they will be 100% involved in the preparation because of this this squad buy-in that McKenna's built over the last couple of couple of years. Now it's 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 brilliant. No matter who who comes in, there's no real drop off, and the the atmosphere, the camaraderie, the characters in that squad are absolutely crucial. Give me a take on Hutchinson tonight. Got into some good moments. Obviously, a big part of the first goal, and yep. perhaps disappeared out of the game when he moved Faded, into the central yeah. role and Burns went out right. Um, but yeah, your thoughts on Hutchinson, Seb? Yeah, I thought he did. I like him on the right. I, I do enjoy when he cuts inside yeah. of that left hand, uh, that left foot. Uh, I think that's his most dangerous position for us. I thought he faded when he went into the number 10. Not really his fault. It's not really his position, is it? You know, he's a he's kind of a wide player down either flanks and when they made the changes, Burns went right like he normally does. Broadhead went left and Hutchinson had to take up the... Um, the Chaplin rolled in the centre, so I thought he noticeably dropped off when the subs were made. I thought he was causing the problems in the first half an hour or so. That cut into the into the box on occasion. Obviously, it leads to the opening goal with the, the double deflection before her slams home. He had another one where he cut inside, got a left foot shot off just past the post. So I thought he created problems all game. I was I was I was pleased for him. Yeah, penalty shout. He was was uh, not not for me. Yeah, um, yeah, soft. I think that the defender was just stronger than him. But no, a, a solid performance. Um, and yeah, did well, but faded when he shifted inside. That's not really his fault though, because it's not his position. I don't think. I, I won't be taking any direct free kicks from center of the goal anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. like you say, if you push the more experienced ones away, if you push Chaplin and Davis away, then you've at least got to hit the target, haven't you? Uh, Paul Humph. Um, I thought I'd give some emphasis to your surname there, Paul. Um, I thought the referee deserves credit, kept the game flowing. I think there were bits in the second half where he did his best to do that. Maybe a few yellow cards unnecessarily in the first Why didn't? Perhaps. Why didn't their player get booked for kicking that ball away? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That because Morsey got booked point. for it on Saturday, literally three seconds after the referee blew his whistle. The guy today booted it down the line way after the whistle went and didn't get booked. So, yeah, yeah frustrating inconsistencies. But Paul mentions didn't book Morsey. Nothing so, to book Morsey for, though, was there, to be fair? I mean, there were a couple yeah. of times he went in and I was like, oh, no. You sort of close your eyes, but but thankfully... He got a Morsey toe on the board, didn't he, in the second Yeah, Morsey didn't give him a decision to make, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, good day to Nathan. Get in town. Ten points. Morning <laughs> from Melbourne. Uh, Paul is off to bed. Try and sleep, but I'm off the edge. We're need to pee at 3 a.m. And thanks for oversharing there, but you can lie <laughs> there and think about the game, as you said. Um, tractor driver, start designing the KM statue. Oh, he's getting to that point now, isn't it? So when we've already had someone say McKenna, the best manager they've seen in their lifetime watching Ipswich Town, are you getting close? I am. I can't give it to him yet because I'm a child of the late 90s. That's when I started going to Portman Road. Obviously, Burley 
finished fifth in the Premier League, you know, come on. Um, but yeah, it's starting to get very, very close, isn't it? Mm. Um, are you still are you still Burley, presumably at the moment? Yeah. We did our we did our ninety nine team versus this team a few a few months ago. And I think we both came down on the side of Burley, didn't we? It's getting really difficult to not though. The, yeah, the agree. trouble is it's just it's so sorry, football moves on, so it's very hard to compare, isn't that's the problem. Yeah. It's really difficult to compare. But you know, if Burley had taken us up and then we'd finished fifteenth the next season, then yeah, I think I'd be shifting more. But that fifth place finished in the year 2000, 2001 for me is still the, the pinnacle of my, my time following Ipswich Town. But who's to say that in a year's <laughs> time we might be in similar territory? We just well, Yeah, you, you, you could say it for me. Uh, Steve has mentioned Barnsley. Matt mentions it as well. Has tonight even topped the Barnsley match? I know it's completely different in context, but this feels huge tonight he says um you were it at feels barnsley? huge for, for, for me it hasn't topped barnsley no not no. yet it, it's a huge win tonight i think like i said earlier we will look back in april and may time if this season goes how we all think it's going to go hopefully we will look back at this week as an absolutely critical week perhaps in the in the in the uh, state in the season where the things really started the momentum started to kind of you know shift and and, and then things really started to change from this point onwards for me that barnsley game was just brilliant because we knew we'd done it and we might well find that we get to go to i don't know half is at the end of April, isn't it? There, Coventry away is kind of in April time. We might experience similar similar times around that time. But if we do, we will look back on this week, I think, and probably particularly tonight, as maybe where it all started to get very, very real. Getting real, yeah. Uh, Pete asks if we're doing a Plymouth and Leeds are doing an us. Uh, will Leicester drop like a stone soon, Alashef, for Wednesday? I'm not sure. I'm, you don't have to <laughs> don't answer that so. one, Seb. No. Yeah, no, I, I I can't see that happening, no. But but they are behind us now. I don't know. They've got tomorrow night. Who are they playing tomorrow night? Does anybody know? Stick it in the chat if you know Leicester are playing. I'll be honest, I, 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 I couldn't tell you. I don't know who they've got tomorrow. But yeah, I guess it's over to them now. See what they can They're do. All home. Okay. Oh, yeah, they'll win that. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they'll... Um, it well, makes it interesting, though, for Boxing Day, doesn't it? It makes Boxing Day really interesting. You know, I kind of well. assumed a couple of months ago when they were, what, five points clear? You kind of think right well they're going to be nailed on for 110 points or whatever and if we can keep riding their coattails and keep leads at bay then that'd be that'd be absolutely brilliant but it makes boxing day a little bit interesting now because yeah. you know if they were to drop points either tomorrow or at the weekend or, or the saturday after before the before they come down to portman road it could be a really spicy evening yeah and we've we've seen some teams of late that can take points off um the, the top six teams, haven't we? Well, um, not us. Not us. Not apart from us. Yeah, I'm just trying to find Leicester's the rest pictures. Of so yeah. um, Millwall, Birmingham, the trouble is they got Millwall at home tomorrow, Birmingham away on Monday, uh, okay. Rotherham at home <laughs> okay, right, <laughs> on okay, the Saturday yeah. before Christmas. Okay. So, right. um, you know, some flat trap bullying can happen before they play us. So, yeah, uh, it'd be surprised. But we've, you know, Rotherham have create us a few surprises haven't they taking points off us and leads so you never know neil advocating for minimum disruption in the transfer um situation yeah, i think, January, I think, Seb, we, I think two loads three. are we no i think two or three um but two or three quality additions you know like we did last year we bought in was it four players last year wasn't it um that was quality that could go straight into our starting 11 and improve it and i think we'll look to do similar uh similar this time um Neil mentions, uh, I think the lessons learned from the Albion game have proved to be a huge factor in the last four games. We were both there um, and pretty mardy, um, as most people were watching that performance. And, and amazing as it's been to see us rally from that point. What do you think are the lessons that Neil's talking about there, Seb? Because I, I kind of feels like we just put it out of our system and forgot about it. It's kind of maybe yeah. more of a psychological thing than maybe a, a, a structural or a tactical thing. But uh, your, your thoughts on Neil's points there? 
Well, we're still giving away early goals, and we gave we gave Watford a fair few set pieces tonight. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what lessons have been have been learned. You know, we we allow sides to press us high. We will still look to kind of pass through them um, with with Lackey kind of finding the fullbacks. I just think, like you say, you know, it was a it was an off night, but the chance that we had the Millwall and Coventry games in quick succession gave us a great chance to kind of blow that blow that off straight away, and that's what we did. And we've we've not we've not dwelt, not look back on it at all. Um, John, Leeds are now closer to seventh than they are to us. Um, <laughs> yeah, sunglasses brilliant. emoji. Thank you, John, for reminding us of that. We will put the league table up before we say goodnight. And Richard, thank God you guys are on tonight as I'm far too pumped to sleep after that. Well, we'll keep going. We'll get we'll, extra time. We're usually aim for an hour, um, but we're going to stick around a little bit longer. But um, a bit of quid pro quo, if you haven't already, please do give us a thumbs up. It means the world to us here. It just helps promote us up algorithms and gets more people involved in the chat as well. So please, if you haven't already, do give us a thumbs up and please subscribe as well, because if you subscribe and then follow us on our socials, you can possibly win an Ipswich Town share. We've got kind of, yes, it's cynical. We're going kind to of do these prize levels. We're definitely going to at least give away access to our amazing Telegram group, which you can still join anyway. Um, match day chat was great tonight. So please do get involved in that. If you haven't already, two week free trial over Christmas perfect timing but we want to give you an Ipswich Town shirt away so the more subscribers we get here on YouTube the better for that so do get involved there in terms of other bits and pieces worth flagging to your attention as well we mentioned the pre-match show will be live here 8pm on Thursday um, Seb and I doing our usual job um, but talking about the East Anglian Derby. It feels so. weird, doesn't it, doing the Derby? It's it's, it's yeah. something we've never done before. We must have done nearly, I don't know, 100 pre-match shows by now, but we've never done one kind of, you know, where normally we're very balanced and we don't let emotion come into it. Yeah. But yeah, I might, we might have to bite our tongues a few times on Thursday night and, and yeah, give our usual kind of respect and, and stuff to the opposition. We might be more difficult than normal. Yeah, so do join us there now, and we'll try and make sense of that with you guys. We'll obviously talk about, if you want to put stuff about um, them lot in the chat now, we will still talk about it with plenty more of uh, discussion about the derby to come on Thursday. And then Sunday night, um, as many of our pod team as we can get assembled, assuming the result goes our way. A few people are at pantomime, Seb, and all that you know, family commitments at this time of year, which is frankly a disgrace. But nevertheless, uh, we will try and get as many people to talk about the game as possible. And... We'll try and keep you posted about shows over Christmas. Obviously, um, our usual flagship show slot after Leeds is on Christmas Eve. And so we might mix that up and pre-record it or go live in the morning or something. But we'll keep you posted. Blue Monday, itfc.co.uk is where you need to go to find everything you need to support the channel. Telegram, merch, socials, podcasts, link, video links, all sorts, and the running order for the weekend as well. So head over there and get involved. And thank you, everyone, for your support. As we said, look, fantastic numbers. So we'll keep going for another kind of 10, 15 minutes or so. So get your thoughts in the, in the chat. We'll try and do as many as we can as well. But um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And yeah, thumbs up, as we say, would be very much appreciated. Um, um, when was the last time we were top of the championship, Seb? 15, 16? Uh, no, it was, uh, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, when we, Ryan Fraser away at, um, no, we didn't 17, 18, didn't we win five on the bounce, like Millwall away and when Waghorn yeah, and yeah, Garner, yeah, maybe, maybe we went top one of those days. I, we definitely went top at Preston away. I was there 2015, Ryan Fraser and Brett Pittman scored and I thought, brilliant, we're going to go up after the playoff defeat the following season. It all kind of went a little bit wrong. But Who, I think we may have got, we may have gone top at the start of 17, 18, where we were having like four shots across seven games and scoring every time and it was completely unsustainable. We all got very excited then. 
I think we scored early in the opening game of that season and people were chanting top of the league as a joke. So <laughs> there's that. Um, who wins in the who wins in a game between the team of this season and 14-15 Seb? This season. I mean, it's a bloodbath, isn't it, potentially? This season. Yeah, this season. Absolutely. Because Murphy versus Wolfenden slash Burgess would be interesting, wouldn't it? But it's Burgess on him, so it, it's not really an issue, is it? I, I'd love to see a, a straight race between Tyro Mings at left back and Wes Burns. That would be quite entertaining Ooh, to watch. But yeah. No, it's, I it's, mean, there it's, are it's, good individual battles in there. We can't dismiss no, that 14-15 team yeah. outright, but... It's this team. We had this. Com- I remember this conversation coming up. I think at some point last year, and we did. We we, we said you have to give it to fourteen fifteen, given they were playing. You know, they were a side that got seventy five odd points, whatever it was, seventy points maybe, and finished sixth in the championship. But this side has now surpassed that. And yeah, I'm not sure it'll be a bloodbath because Mick would make it physical and look to frustrate and you know low block etc. Uh, yeah, um, but this side, Scott, yeah, Berra diving into the far post. I think this side would. Um, yeah, the, this side would, would would take them now. Uh, need to say a massive thank you to Chris, oh, um, Chris who's, who's given us a super chat and Chris is one of the, the lovely folk over at Telegram um, I think is involved in our friends uh, Blue Monday sponsorship of Lucio O'Brien as well so thank you so much Chris we'll make sure that that gets uh, shared amongst the team at Christmas drinks or something like that or come and find us on Saturday and we'll make sure we get you a drink as well but thank you so much um, he says Merry Christmas Blue Monday thank you Chris for your support of the podcast if you want to do likewise there is a button to do that on YouTube but the thumbs up is good enough but thank you Chris so much for your generosity really appreciate that thank you so much for that uh, let's head back into the chat I've I've kind of skipped down a quite a lot there so uh, where are we at? Um, Chris is here, our mate in New Zealand. Good morning from Queenstown, the bungee jump capital of New Zealand, Seb. I've done two bungee jumps in New Zealand. Another great win, Captain Fantastic and Super Keeper, he says. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Brian said, uh, Vaz made up for the mistake. We definitely talked about that. Um, uh, da, 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 what have we got? Um, yeah, Christy mentioning we're in a rocket ship that we are building in flight, <laughs> says Mark Ashton. Um, Chris mentioning Leeds dropping points. Did Leeds drop points again, Seb? Oh, goodness uh, me. Surely not. They're massive, aren't they? Um, Norman, um, opposition teams seem to attack down our right-hand side. They obviously perceive that's our weakness. How do we resolve this vulnerability? Do you agree with that? Um I think Watford were good down that side because of the quality of player they had there. I think Semi is a, 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 an excellent player. Um, trying to think Middlesbrough didn't really offer much at all down that side. I guess we, we did see it, didn't we, a couple of games ago, maybe a few games ago, now, five or six games ago, where tar- sides were noticeably, yes, targeting our, our right-hand side. But like you said, you know, sides are going to find ways to to try and beat us and if that's a weakness in the yeah if that's a perceived weakness in the side then that's what they can do but it's not really been that effective i don't think has it you know i guess i guess with 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 burns in front of whoever the fullback is you maybe get a little a little bit less protection i think hudson's very good off the ball i think when he's playing in front of one of the fullbacks he he kind of does track back a little bit more than burns i think i don't, I don't think that's a, a, a an injustice to say um but but yeah sides are going to try and find a ways to 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 stop us and if that's what they're currently doing, fair enough. But but we're so strong in all over, all, all aspects of the pitch. If that's the only weakness that we have, uh, then then happy days. 
was it very i was gonna sing out and john you said a little bit and now and now the out and john songs are coming to me little little bit funny steven says do we need another left back to cover leaf well williams will be the cover i guess won't he if but you know the fact that williams can play both sides is incredibly advantageous so i guess he is the cover for it and in, in which case Danassian becomes the cover for the uh, uh for the right back position and, and cameron humphreys can fill in there as well if need be but it's going to be a tough sell to get somebody to come and join behind leaf davis because let's be honest you ain't going to get a lot of football so yeah. i think they'll leave it as Davis as, as Williams as the the cover for both flanks so we've yeah. got flexibility um, yeah. and Cameron Humphreys can play there as well yeah. uh, Alex when I finally wake up will I be stood in the cold after Fleetwood's <laughs> last minute equaliser Plymouth's late equaliser or the night of Barrow nil nil and find Kieran McKenna never yeah, we're, we're all it's like lost you know they're all stuck in purgatory we're all still at the <laughs> valley it, probably exactly two years ago to the night when Enciala was trying oh, to let's go further fans. back I mean Barrow's a great shout it's Rotherham 2-0 isn't it at home or yeah. bloody hell it's, it's uh, Rochdale nil nil. it's uh yeah. One of the it's the Coventry 1-0 before the lockdown. It's Lincoln 5-3 or something, it's isn't it? Paul Lambert uh, saying, I'd rather be the hunter than the hunted. Yeah, no, we yeah. deserve this for all the shit that we sat through for all those years. <laughs> we, so, we, it's nearly 11 o'clock. I yeah, guess. we're pushing the YouTube monetization tonight, but who cares? Uh, Michael, thanks for, uh, for thanks for the show. Time for work. Yeah, good for you. Uh, I, I'm not sure I'm getting to sleep anytime soon, Seb. Are you, are you good to keep going for another three or four minutes? Go for it. Keep Let's it going. Go for it um what else have we got um uh, julian um hands up who thought morsey was going to get but when the team selection came up i mean fair play to morsey uh, he knows the drill now that doesn't he I mean, he's yeah it's a, it's a bit of a different ask though it's, it's a different ask to do it at this level than it was in the championship last year for nine games where he could have a cigar on for most of them and just get through it effortlessly you know i thought it, it's coming and he'll get booked 15 times so there'll be a further suspension at some point probably in the spring i would imagine that's the best case scenario chris has put on the screen yeah morsey's next yellow against leicester and mrs qpr and stoke that's what we were discussing in the flagship on saturday i think me and craig were of the opinion of the three games if he had to miss two of them we were happy for him to miss Norwich obviously that means he has to miss Leeds given the consecutiveness of the of the fixture list and be back for the Leicester game Norwich was the one we were least concerned about but now it doesn't matter and hopefully it he can be disciplined matter. hopefully he can be disciplined in there against what Gibbs and I think McLean's been playing centre-back for them recently isn't he so whoever's up against him hopefully we'll see Luongo do the dark arts to again like he was tonight get through the Leeds games, get through the Leicester game. Um, but I would be surprised if he gets, if, if it comes to full time after the Leeds result and he's not on 10 yellows, I'd be surprised. Fair enough. Uh, Jack, uh, joining in the debate about Burley versus McKenna, both the Championship and the Premier League have got richer and more globalised since 2000. Harder now than yeah. in Burley's time, fair. in his opinion. Yeah, fair, fair. fair point. Um, Mark, is Hutchinson the most dangerous on the ball attack we have in the squad? I guess it's him versus Burns maybe for that? Yeah, potentially or broadhead. They can both kind of yeah. go either way, can't they? They're both relatively ambidextrous, so they can swing it onto onto both feet if they need to. Um, yeah, that's the great thing about him. Like I say, I like him on the right, cutting in on that left hand side. But equally, he can go he can go right and go down the touchline as well. So it must be a nightmare for a defender to kind of defend against because you just don't know what he's going to do. That little drop of the shoulder, the cut inside to get the shot off, or like tonight with the deflection that runs through for for Hurst to tap home. Yeah, it must be incredibly difficult to defend against. Yep, uh, HCH hundred league goals. On 2023, Boomtown, and the stats keep coming. Uh, Chris is uh, 450. I think it was more than that at one point as well. Thank you, everyone, for your support. Really appreciate that. Um, Steve, getting getting towards one o'clock in Cyprus. Going to be a late bedtime with the next hour spent staring at the <laughs> league table. Well, 
Shall I do that now, Seb, for all of us? There's the bloody league table. Ipswich Town, top of the tree, king of the hill, the star on top of the Christmas tree at the very least for 24 hours. Um, 21 was- games played, 51 points. Where's Seb. Norwich? Uh, sorry, I only cuts off a tenth. Oh, shame. Uh, cuts off a real, tenth. Real uh, shame. Look at the gap to third. Look at the gap to sixth, Seb. Um mind-boggling stuff apologies if i've if i've gone too loud into the microphone there but yeah you guys know what i mean Uh, i think we've dealt with transfer stuff um nick where does this all land Uh, it lands in in may hopefully nick in the in the right place doesn't it um paul talking about 12 months away since wickham yes it was yeah just before christmas wasn't it yeah the yeah god those days thankfully are way behind us fuel for the bm yacht yeah very the bm kayak maybe lee um Alex, Ed Sheeran, always been clear of Elton John. Um, he lives opposite Vicar Road, uh, Vicarage Road. To give us your thoughts on the game, Alex. Before we say goodbye, um, a lot of people getting involved in the chance as well. Um, Farker's face at the final whistle tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, lovely stuff. Um, there you go, Christy. The Sir Elton John lyrics across the top of the stand at Vicarage Road weren't actually written by Sir Elton John. Fact of the day. Hashtag accidental partridge. I assume Bernie Taupin um, was was yeah authored those, but there you go. Um, did I hear Healing Horse Ass? Did I hear a new festive song? Yeah, well, yeah someone shaking, put the lyrics. Shaking Stevens, wasn't it? It was. Um, I'm sure that will come up um, plenty on Saturday. But uh, on the night that Ipswich Town go top of the table after a 2-1 win at Watford, where you say thank you everyone for joining. If you want a last minute shout out, now is the time to get it in. We've talked about the pre-match show. Do join us live Thursday, 8pm to talk about the East Anglian Derby. Um, we've got a, we're going to give you a free breakfast as well if you get involved in that. Um, not everyone. Um, we're going to give away to one or two people a breakfast bap or two. Um, we're going to have uh, the Christmas giveaway as well. Head to our socials to get involved in that. Please do thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, flagship show will be back Sunday with the, the usual uh, the usual time, um, 8 p.m. Sunday, uh, talking about the East Anglian Derby after the fact. And in the meantime, head to Telegram Group, get involved, two-week free trial, um, and then a subscription thereafter. Uh, everything you need, bluemondayitfc.co.uk. Um, plenty of stuff on there give all the links to where you need to go socials merch store telegram podcast links of all different varieties and youtube as well um seb your research begins now how are you feeling towards saturday now any difference after tonight I'm even more confident than I was. I was pretty confident going into it, but those confidence levels have now been raised another couple of levels. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? Um, and yeah, you're you're back obviously on Saturday as well. Um, it's got to happen, isn't it? We've, it's got to be our it's got to be our time, hasn't it? Surely, yeah. I mean, Christ, if we don't beat them this time, we never will ever again. I think everyone must be surely. So even the Norwich fans must be. Yeah, I was watching the Talk Norwich City video uh, earlier on this evening of this this week's effort, and even they are expecting to get turned over. So surely it's going to finally happen from the the, the days of Jim Magilton, Giovanni Dos Santos. Hopefully, the the last twenty something years are going to be put to bed, and the rightful order will be restored in East Anglia. The rightful order. Order. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. As we mentioned on the night that George Hurst and the skipper Sam Morsey give Ipswich 
the two goals to win at Watford, 2-1, 51 points, 21 games, and the big one on Saturday, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to see Ipswich win away. Good night, everyone. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.